and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. I want to welcome one and all to the ever-growing and expanding world of the Simmers Digest podcast. As you know, we are always looking for new ways to expand and connect with our amazing community. And so today, we are thrilled to launch a new segment to the podcast called We Asked Simmers. In today's episode, co-hosts Melly and Taylor are on the case for what we all might be looking for to ensure that the next iteration of our beloved Sims franchise has everything we want it to be and more. Get comfy, load your current work in progress, and get ready to enjoy hearing from our community because we asked Simmers, and here they are. Hello, friends, and welcome back to We Asked Simmers, that segment where I sit down, I ask you guys questions, and you guys answer them. My name is Melly, and if I sound upset, it's because this is my fourth time trying to record this piece. But we'll get to it. Hi. Um, today I'm with my friend. Friend, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Taylor. Thank you so much for having me, Melly. I think this is the fourth time I've thanked you this evening. <laughs> but I do mean it each time I say it. <laughs> Thank you for being here and, and sticking with me through these technical difficulties. Oh my god, now my child is yelling outside. <laughs> oh. Taylor, please tell me about yourself while I jump out the window. (laughs) So I have been playing The Sims since 2000. Um, So that's, what, 23 years? So I'm kind of telling on my age a bit. Definitely not almost 30. Um, I think my favorite part about The Sims, at least currently, is the interior design part. I love decorating. I do it with my own house. Um, but I know when I get tired of decorating houses, De- Melly, I think I actually decorated one of your houses, didn't I? You sure we did. We did like a little challenge. I did. That was really fun. Um, when I'm tired of decorating houses, I love to, of course, just play The Sims as intended. Um, but sometimes I get bored. So I think a fun fact about myself is I am a home wrecker in The Sims. So I'll see a Sim that's really hot. But of course, the hot ones are usually married. Mm-hmm. Um And so I will convince them to leave their spouse and it never fails. They always have a kid. So then depending on if I think I'm going to hell or not, sometimes I will, you know, bring the kid into my own family or sometimes I'll just leave them behind. But no matter what happens, I always take every single simoleon from the ex-spouse. Eat the rich. and Eat the rich. Yeah, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that for you. Thank you. (laughs) Now let's get on to the reason why we are here. Um, So I went ahead and asked y'all, the Sims teams is hard at work on developing The Sims 5. What are your must-haves for it to be your perfect Sims game at release? Taylor, please let me know your perfect game. So when I think about The Sims and like what I at like its core, its spirit, I love 
the whimsy of the sims especially of the first and second sims i feel like the sims 4 is lacking that um i loved how crazy things could be with like the genie lamp or i know the tragic clown is in the sims 4 but it just kind of hit different when things were like isometric and then there's this creepy clown in your house and like the original sims <laughs> but i think my ideal game would be to take the spirit and the unpredictableness and just the fun and creativity from Sims 1 and Sims 2. And I'd love the open world from the Sims 3 and the ability to even like take an open world and make it our own. Um, I think that would be ideal. Um, I can't think other than maybe like the, the polish of the graphics in the Sims 4. I would love to see that and then some, but I think I just really miss just the first two Sims and, and how fun and quirky they were. What about you? I love that. Love that answer. Um, I'm a hater. I'm going to start off by saying <laughs> that. I'm a hater. I hate The Sims 4. If you follow me like on any social media, you know that I'm always shit-talking The Sims 4. <laughs> I am a Sims 3 girly at heart. And one of the main reasons for that is because, to me, The Sims 3 feels like a complete game even like the base game, to me, it's complete. You can buy expansions for it and stuff packs for it. And it adds like a whole new element to the game. And it feels like it's an addition. Like you're actually paying money for something new. As in with The Sims 4, um, you buy expansion packs. And the base game is not a complete game. You cannot play the, the base game and have fun with it. And those of you who are out there and are going to tweet at me, yes, you can. No, you cannot. <laughs> sims 4 base game sucks okay you had to buy children you had to buy pools and to me that's ridiculous and i want the sims 5 to kind of gear away from the microtransactions and get back to making quality expansion games that add to your game a new experience i don't want to be paying to complete the base game and that's my answer. That's fair. That's totally fair. I mean, I agree. I remember when The Sims 4 first came out and we didn't even have pools. I don't even think we had roofs yet. Like, I don't think we had that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know we definitely didn't have pools. And that was huge to me. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. I'm also a hater, but it's, <laughs> I feel awkward saying that because I've put like 1,400 hours into The Sims 4. So it's like, am I truly like a super hater? I don't know. Maybe we're just entering our villain era. I've, I've been the there. Sims 4 is where we're starting. <laughs> yeah. Like the when The Sims 4 came out, I had zero interest in buying it. I played The Sims 3 up until maybe two years ago. And then I started playing The Sims 4. And the only reason why is because um, of the other podcast that I was a part of. If you've ever listened to Under the Plum Bob, Those Are My Girls. Um, they are the reason why I play The Sims 4 and why I bought all the packs because I used to like do a lot for them. Um, other than that, I, I don't pick it up. I rarely play it now. I will only get on there to build a house and then I get bored <laughs> and then I log off. So that's fair. Uh, but let's let's see what y'all had to say. Um, so I guess I'll start this off. Carla says, we won't get it. 
but I genuinely would be happy if they just remade The Sims 2 with the cast minus the facial sculpting and build mode of 4. They've never improved the actual gameplay since Sims 2. I kind of Shots agree. fired. Yeah. Shots fired. Okay, Carla, pop off. And then Din says, The Sims 2 gameplay with The Sims 4 graphic and build mode. Yeah, and I and kind of with the next point, this is just from a Reddit user. Um, they also, they want to see Sims 2 story elements. They want Sims 3 gameplay with open worlds and Sims 4 build style. Um, they say that each game has amazing aspects, but if they combine the best bits and actually listen to players, <laughs> then they'd make the best game. Um, and also touching on an open world, um, Magic Plum Bob says that The Sims 4 is often too busy for them. They'd love to be able to toggle features off, especially the cell phone. Um, they want the design tool from Sims 3, the memories from Sims 2, more difficulty with proposals like in The Sims 1, and then they say, um, are you hungry? Should I feed you and make sure you're having fun before I get down on one knee, you little Tamagotchi? <laughs> um, they, they dug the graphics and gameplay from Sims 4, but they wished more carried over from former generations, and some of it was just more simple. They get overwhelmed easily playing Sims 4. Listen, as a neurodivergent girly that gets overstimulated so fast, I 100% agree with this, and I hadn't even thought about that. Why is a cat calling me? There's oh my gosh, no yes. need for that. Why is my baby calling me? Like, no. I will be, to be fair though, in The Sims 3, I've seen screenshots and it's so hilarious of like where your cat will call you and they'll call you like, not literally a little bitch, but it's like that same vibe. And it's like, excuse me. Listen, Damn, okay. I miss the cattiness from Sims 3 dialogue so much the tea in the neighborhoods were everything to me oh my gosh and you could even be a peeping tom that was always really fun you could peep through the windows and be a total creep i mean there's that tom guy now in the sims 4 but like it doesn't have the same vibe you know no no but continuing on um elise says that she would like an open world with actual driving buses and carpools so you can pick up your kids from school and work big degree uh crystal says that the base game should have way more gameplay elements we shouldn't have to buy a family expansion pack just to be able to have teens or toddlers or some of the parenthood experience that current expansions offer Mm -hmm. absolutely multiplayer i know you can add a mod to play the sims um, multiplayer but it would be cool if it was just embedded into the game Honestly, I feel like that would be amazing and chaotic yes I love that but I would like it to be a toggle feature because I don't know if, if you were part of like the Zwinky era or like Club Penguin and random <laughs> people would just like be in your house like who invited you here I don't want that well they did have the Sims online um which I never personally played that, but I've watched videos of it, and it looked equally chaotic. And it's like you would have these little sub-worlds that people would manage, and then people could join. But they could just cause total chaos, and you could get booted. Like, it was, uh, what's that one, like, game that people play? What is it, Second Life? It kind of gave me Second Life vibes. I love that. I feel like if I were to play that, I would get kicked from every server because I, I'm chaotic right now. I, yeah, I am literally is- in my chaos era and I do not care anymore. 
Absolutely. We're just unhinged and feral. Yes. <laughs> it's been mentioned before, but cars. Cars is a big one. I hate that I have to size up toy cars for my garage build. So this is ridiculous. It's breaking the immersion. Come on, EA. Seriously. Um, more occult types should be included in one pack and not broken up into how many fucking many there are now. This is exactly what I mean by games are not complete with The Sims 4. Mm. Yeah. Um, restaurants, more places to go make friends, and open world would be incredible. That is one thing about The Sims 3 that I love. Movie theaters, go get a burger on the street after like high school with a date. Come on. And the cool thing about The Sims 3 open world, I have like pros and cons about that but my cons I'll get to in a second but the pros were that the world was just so dynamic like there was just constantly things going on there like you could hone in on any area of the map and there's just something right and it felt alive versus like these little neighborhoods that are just like little independent worlds and they give the illusion that it's oh it's this open type world but you're still very much isolated to your lot And I find myself not wanting to leave my house because you have to go through loading screens just to access things unless it's in your direct neighborhood assigned to your particular house. And it's Um, not even a full neighborhood. It's like a block. Right. Yeah. You get a street. And once you pass that street, oh, loading screen. Right. And I think like... I love the idea of an open world. I know for me personally, when I did play The Sims 3, I was playing it on my laptop and my laptop could not handle The Sims 3 open world. And so it was very, I had a lot of performance issues. It would crash. I had to download, I think it was like a master controller mod. They still, they have that with The Sims 4 The UI, I think the UI, yeah. yeah. It would cut down like, you know, because for example, the taxis would, um, disappear from the world map but they wouldn't fully disappear they would just kind of stack off to the oh, side wow. or everyone's playing their radio at the same time everyone's watching tv so it cuts down on that so it made it more manageable mm-hmm. so I think if we were to see an open world again which I hope we do I want to see that addressed because I feel like you should be able to approach an open world and it should be approachable for everyone not just everyone with a gaming computer or that can handle it. Absolutely, so, yeah. I yeah, spent so, 2K on my PC. I put 64 gigs in that specifically because I wanted to play The Sims 3 at full capacity. All the game packs checked. Like, nothing's holding me back. As a child, I was deprived of, like, only hopping from, like, one pack to another pack. And now, mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like, nope. I am living my best life. That's really funny you say that because I also built my gaming PC and like the main goal was one that it would be pink and cute. But two, I <laughs> wanted to make sure that I could play the Sims on Mac settings and not have an issue. That was literally the entire reason. I love that. So I know. And Our priorities I, so, are set I, straight. I know. I know. I, you know, I have a medical bill from like beginning of last year that we don't <laughs> talk about, but I have my gaming PC. Um, but speaking of worlds, um, Crystal also mentioned that she wants apartments, but not only in San Mishuno. 
Um, I think there's also apartments in that, I can't remember the, the world, but it's the one based around like eco living or something. They have a semblance of apartments. The garbage I, town one? Yes, the garbage <laughs> town. Um, I, I would love to see more apartments. I love the apartments, even though I have issues out the ass with the apartments. Like my sim will just be chilling on the couch, like reading a book. And then their neighbor yells at them for being too loud. And then you don't know what to do because you're not doing anything. And then your neighbor's like, all right, I see what kind of neighbor you are. I won't forget this. And then it's just a mess. But I agree. I want to see apartments. I want to be able to make apartments like you could do in The Sims 3. I thought that was so fun. Just, I would love to see that. Absolutely. Something else that Crystal says. Crystal, girl, we need to sit and chat. Crystal really thought about this. I was like, this is my time. <laughs> this is my moment. You shine, girl. She would like more realistic time. Some Seems too fast sometimes. And improve autonomy. I actually agree with the time aspect. I feel that it just moves so fast. And, and it's like with The Sims 4, it's overwhelming how much there is to do. But it's just like you don't have enough time. It, I... It's really weird. I'm the opposite. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's nothing to do. So I'm constantly just fast forwarding. And maybe it's just my play style because I I rarely do gameplay. Um, I'm more of a builder. Um, And and the rare times that I do play, I see myself just fast forwarding. And then that's how I get bored. And I just feel like there's not enough things to do for me in The Sims 4. So a suggestion that I read, I think it was on Reddit, it was forever ago, but someone had suggested to push yourself out of your comfort zone because I would fall into the habit, I'd I'd make the same sim every single time, they would be creative, and they would always be a painter. And then I would be confused as to why I'm bored, right? And so there are so many things that you can do in the sims for, but at the same time, there's not. But, you know, if you explore those things, you know, there's more to do and you won't get as bored. Um, but then it feels like there's just not enough time to do everything. I don't know. It's, it's tough. Um, I know that Crystal also mentioned collaboration with modders to improve and add things with updates. I know they're trying to move more towards that. Like this latest gamepad that's coming out on my birthday, on March 14. Um, some of the EA game chart changers whatever called game changers yeah Yeah, them (laughs) they (laughs) built some of the lots um i know when they improve the poc traits and like features they use poc modders for that which is lovely um and hopefully the sims 5 is more community based so they stop releasing shit that we don't want yes and I know that there are modders out there. Like, even if you go to, like, modthesims.com, they just make the coolest, craziest stuff. And you look at it, and you're like, damn, EA has this entire team. Mm-hmm. Like, why are they not making cool stuff like this? Why is it taking, you know, I see often, like, on Twitter or whatever, where the modders are really, like, the backbone of keeping, like, the Sims, especially the Sims 4, alive. Um, and interesting and fun and 
And even when it comes to items or gameplay or mods, what have you, it's just, I'd love to see them EA consult them and bring them in more. Um, so they are working towards that. I have seen, like you said, whether it's um, hiring them. I know that they've hired some modders onto their team um, or just utilizing them for different projects. I, I think that they're moving in that direction for sure. Yeah. Even opening like, what's it, what's it called? Um, there's this Forge. That's what it is. Even partnering with Forge to have mods directly like, that you're able to plug into the game, kind of like the Sims 3 um, resource store. Yes. And I actually know that there's like a bullet point somewhere further down that we'll get to. I think someone actually mentioned that. Um, so that's definitely been on the minds of people to make it more accessible. I love that we all have the same brain, so. I know. <laughs> So this next one is from Erin Simmers. She sent us an entire picture and a list. Um, so Erin says that she does not believe in the perfect game. Her top concerns are Sims with distinct personalities, intuitive AI, attraction system, memories, ample distinction and meaningful gameplay for all life stages. Meaningful aspiration, consequences, customizable potential for drama, story progression, lore, representation as much as possible for various lifestyles, cultures, and identities, a blend of whimsy and realism, and of course, I would like good tools for builders and such too, but trust that will be done well enough. I agree. Everything. Absolutely. And I know... They have this little, um, I guess, image that they included where it mentions the sliding scale. And they mention how active, how cheerful, how neat, how outgoing. And it reminds me of one of my favorite things from the earlier Sims games, the zodiac signs. Oh right? Like yes. you have the little thing where you put points into like active or, you know, messy or outgoing or shy and different things. And it would actually assign a zodiac sign to you. And even though like it was just, I don't know, kind of silly. I thought it was really cool. I, I I'm into that kind of stuff, so thought it was cool. She's an astrology girly. I am. I am. <laughs> like I will. I will bring out the tarot cards and my crystals. I'm a witchy queen. <laughs> um, um, they also mention um, specific, unique quirks or traits. So they mention a weighted scale. For example, you could be a slight bookworm, but deeply enthusiastic about something else. Um, and then they mentioned personality traits should impact relationships, um, compatibility, and possibly create conflict. Personality can influence careers, should drive AI and automatic wants and dreams, complement hobbies and interest system, and impact how memories are perceived. Kind of like The Sims 2 and 3. Like yeah. The memory features were like one of the best things. The lore behind the memory features amazing and I'd love to say kind of what they mentioned like the the deeper impact of your personality because like in the sims 4 you only get to pick like what three or four traits whereas in like the sims 3 you could pick like a whole list of traits but like in the sims 4 the traits that you pick they're kind of just surface level you know like they don't really affect a whole lot yeah um like if you say you hate kids like you better hate kids so um <laughs> Kenna mentioned, um, I miss being able to play slots and make neighborhoods. 
Mm-hmm. And I know that we touched upon that before, just the the creativity. That was one of the cool things about even The Sims 2 let you do that. Like it wasn't as like robust as The Sims 3, but The Sims 2, like you could create your own little world and then depending on your like draw distance or whatever, you could see that world around you. And I, I thought that was really cool. It's like gonna be pretty and it's gonna look all pixely, but you could do it. Yeah, and and you did. And (laughs) you're like, I placed that massive Bella Goth statue in the middle of this field, like a monolith for like no reason, but I did it for me. Um, I'll let you take the next one. Are we at Scooter? Yes. Okay. Scooter Bren says, smarter Sims. I like Sims 2 Intelligence. Better family play, better supernaturals, option to turn off story progression at the start, customized neighborhood plots at the very least, offline only. That's an EA issue. Aside that. <laughs> Aspiration failures, more skin tones, gradual aging, augmented reality option, desktop slash laptop complementary games, more urban fashion and gameplay more culture representation, the color wheel, four-wheel, two-wheel, all-wheel drive cars, goofy NPCs, again, not tied to the rabbit hole notification, only interactions, landlines, cell phones, and notifications off. Let's unpack this one real quick. This is a lot. Let's unpack it. Yeah, for sure. I agree with the landline. That's like the smallest point here, but like to me, it sticks off. A lot. I loved the landline phones. I also like the burglar alarms and all of that fun stuff. I loved the landline because you would get like those crazy, creepy, like spam calls. Sometimes you'd get money, but other times it would be someone saying like, I'm watching you. And that's like all they say and they hang up. And like as a kid, that was so scary, but it was fun. And I would love to have that come back. Like, I want to feel like I am being hunted. And at any moment, you're going to break into my house and, and steal all my shit. Like, I love that. Um, I'm also a huge fan of the color wheel. Um, yeah. That was, like, one of my favorite things about The Sims 3. Um, because with The Sims 4, I don't know why they do this. But they make cool furniture, but in the weirdest colors that are not practical and that I will never use. But if you give me a color wheel, that changes everything. Yeah. And their wheel tones never match anything. Never. never. Even if they it's, are in the same pack, they don't match. They don't. And it's just why. Um, I also really want goofy NPCs again. Like I literally, what was, there was a um, an NPC in The Sims 2 named Goopy. Pretty sure there was an NPC in The Sims 2 named Goopy. And I would sometimes marry Goopy just because, you know, I love my man Goopy. But I love that. I also thought gradual aging was very interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever thought of that instead of just like, okay, now I'm a teenager. Okay, now I'm an adult. Okay. It's just like you see like this progression. So it's like you're easing into these lifespans, but you notice changes, you know. It kind of makes my heart hurt, though, because, like, I'm watching my sim die slowly, you know? It is, yeah. It's I have attachment sweet. issues, and I don't know if my heart can take that. <laughs> like, you see a gray hair, and then you just cry. Yes, yeah, like, it's, like, it's like, starting. 
<laughs> the rabbit hole um i i cannot stand rabbit holes i want to go somewhere or at least have the option to like do both like with the sims university some classes were rabbit holes some you could attend mm-hmm. um some parties were rabbit holes sometimes you can't go to the actual parties i like the option i i also like for the sims 4 i hated that there were so many rabbit holes and then like for example with the high school expansion pack whichever one that was where you could actually go to high school it just like i'm thankful that it's not a rabbit hole but i find myself not really utilizing that part of the pack Mm -hmm. because in the sims 4 specifically it takes like four hours in game to do like anything like oh like you want to like you know, oh, I need to take a shower and I need to eat. Okay, it takes like three hours. And it's not me. I don't think. I mean, I don't feel like I'm alone in that. But it's like, I just, I don't know. I I love the idea of having like some rabbit holes, but having like the option to actually go in there and do stuff or kind of like with the job pack, like get to work. Like, that was cool. That was really cool. It was buggy as all hell, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Same with, um, What's a, what what's the eating one? The dine out. Oh, dine dine. Oh my god! I don't. love that pack when it came out. Um, I'm a diner dash baddie. I love that. I love oh. things like that. You know, couldn't play it. It it was broken to all hell. So broken. Since then, I have not even attempted to relaunch it because I just don't want to be disappointed again. It's such a mess. Like I know recently, I sent my Sims on a date and. I think EA even said, or like the Sims team was like, yeah, we improved it. It was like some time back and it's still just <laughs> liar. broken. Liar. You lie. <laughs> no, it's like you, you go at like 1130 in the morning for brunch and then you don't leave until nine o'clock at night because it, it took a bazillion hours for them to bring out some pancakes. And that's if they want to. Sometimes they just don't bring your food. And then for some reason, everyone just stands up and just yes. walks around and it's like, just sit down. Yes. Sit down. <laughs> or you're just standing there waiting to be seated and you never eat. No. And then you're like, you know what? <laughs> My son is literally going to die in the middle of this sushi restaurant. Let's just go. So that's I so agree. funny. <laughs> um Shornick87 says that they would like the color wheel for everything. And I just skipped someone. Oh my god, how rude of me. I am so oh sorry. Oh my gosh, shame on you. I'm sorry. So there is no way that this is from, I don't see a name for this one, but it says uh, there is no way for a game to be perfect, but a sure way to appease modders is having a toolkit for custom content and supporting mods on from the beginning of the release, which this is the comment that reminded me of your forge comment. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. I think that I feel like there's almost this weird, um, I don't want to say like antagonistic relationship because that's not it. But I feel I wish that like EA and the Sims team would have more of like a symbiotic relationship with the modern community. And I like we discussed earlier, that is something that I feel like is gradually being improved upon. Mm-hmm. But if they made the ability to have mods easily in your game and also help support those mods, because it's like you have all these mods, but that if you know the Sims team updates the game it may break your mods and then say you update your mods and then two days later they might have like a hot fix or something and then that breaks those mods so I think I'd love to see something where there's like 
an easier like implementation of the mods yeah I feel like they tried so hard to make it harder for people to mod the game um and it shouldn't be like that because one thing about people especially in the gaming community if they want something they're gonna get it like yes I think for me Skyrim is like the biggest example of like a huge modding community yes absolutely absolutely love them and love how easy it is to mod that game. Uh, I'm not sure if you've ever played Alpha. Uh, no. It's it's a war game. But like at one point someone made a zombie um, mod to it. And then a few years later they released it as its own game. Oh wow. Yeah. I still play the modded version more because the actual game is a little buggy. And I don't like being attacked by invisible zombies. Um, but that sort of relationship is what EA should kind of focus on instead of being greedy, money hungry people. Um, help us out a little bit because we're going to get it regardless. Absolutely. So, um, you play R94 says in game, the AI needs to be more logical, um, and NPC behavior and for story progression, which can be disabled. The first thing that comes to mind with this comment uh, is, like, when you're walking around and the townies are wearing, like, a bathing suit with the fedora and the infamous eyeball ring. (laughs) And they just look crazy. I wish that not only did Sims interact smarter, but they also dressed smarter. Because I don't know about you, but anytime I marry or move in a random townie into my household, the first thing I do is fix their entire wardrobe. Oh, absolutely. Because they just look ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it reminds me a lot of Sim 3 lots um, where you would go and you would see families hanging out and, like, little people doing activities that your Sim would actually be doing, too. Everyone had, like, a purpose and everyone was just vibing and having a good time. And here you go to the park and people are just standing everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. This is supposed to be a simulation game. You are simulating nothing in my life. So fix it. Yeah, and it also creates a more immersive experience. It's like, like you said, I, I, I go to the park in The Sims 4, and people are just mostly walking around. Like, you've got the kids playing on the playground. People are just walking around, and someone's making hamburgers. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, if you go to a park, that's probably what you're going to see for the most part, like, in real life. But I want to see people, like, kicking a soccer ball around. I want to see people, like having a picnic I want to see a much more dynamic so it's not just like I am the sun like I am the center of the sims universe and everyone else is just kind of pawns and npcs like I want us to feel like an like a world like like they are all like you said they have their own lives their own families are doing their own thing and it makes sense and they're mirroring the kind of things that I would do like it shouldn't just be that my sim has this robust like options of what they can do like I want everyone else to do that too yeah yes absolutely yeah in general it seems like people are very happy with prior sims games um and they just want all of those features that were stripped away back just with more ease of use um better graphics and splash of representation for all people in there Absolutely. And it's like, I feel like with the Sims 4, I'm not just trying to turn this into like a Sims 4, like hating session. Anti-Sims 4. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just feel like Sims 4 just lacks that soul and that love. 
and like it looks pretty but it's like I I want I want the fun and the and like I said the whimsy and someone else even mentioned whimsy specifically I want the chaos I, I want the immersion and just because you polish a game and make it pretty doesn't mean that that's going to be enough it's like you know with the original sims that was literally that was 2000 it was isometric it was very basic but the the soul and the spirit of it just you could have fun for hours like you didn't even have days off of work I don't remember if maybe later on in an expansion they included that but like you worked every day you worked every single day and if you wanted to do something different you take that day off but you couldn't do it like two days in a row or else you'd lose your job or whatever. But it's like, even with that, it's like, that was still enough because there was all this fun, creative stuff to do. And I just, I'd love to see just that fun, like the original spirit, the heart of it come back in the next Sims game. Yeah. The Sims 4 is very much chicken with no season on it. Absolutely. So give us the seasoning, please. Like we know yes. you have it there. We've seen it. No, apply yes. it. Absolutely. What are your final thoughts? What are you what are you thinking right now? I am thinking that I it's weirdly comforting to see all of these responses and a lot of them kind of align with mm -hmm. my own. You know, I'm seeing a lot of love for the Sims too. I'm not seeing like any love for the original Sims, but maybe I'm just old. I think we're just um, old. We're just old. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, but The Sims 2 is great. But it, it's like I see a lot of common uh, feedback and I'm seeing uh, like a unification from the community and saying, look, these are the things that we really want to see. And it's the passion. I love seeing the passion. You know, like I said, I've been playing The Sims for 23 years. It's one of my favorite games. And I would love to continue playing it for another 23 years um, if they'll allow me. And I just... I get that vibe from others and it's just a great community. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for the future. I'm hopeful. I think if we band together and we continue giving feedback and being creative and, and even if EA doesn't give us the game that we want necessarily, we can make it what we want. And that's what we've been doing. Absolutely. If the organizers of the Area 51 raid want to like get in touch with us and kind of like want <laughs> something here, absolutely, let us know. Um, it is very nice to see that so many people are on the same page. We all love this game, and it's kind of sad to watch EA kind of ruin it with their money, wanting self. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get it. It's a corporation. Their job is to make money. But imagine how much money you would be making if you listened to us, you know? I would have no problem throwing all of my money at The Sims 5 if it was what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I did it with The Sims 3. I own, like, every single pack. Like, my pocket is there. Just, yeah, absolutely. Just give me something to put the money into, you know? Absolutely. So that was that. Thank you, <laughs> Taylor, for hating on The Sims 4 with me. I very much appreciate it. You're um, so welcome. I need to get you on The Sims Twitter if you're not already because it gets crazy in there. And I feel like you'd like it. I'm kind of on The Sims Twitter a little bit. I follow, like, different, like, hyper-specific drama, like YouTube drama. But I'm trying to get into Sims Twitter. But if you have any recommendations to get my feet wet, I want to be in it. I want to 
fill my life with some drama and feedback and commentary. I'm here for it. Listen, I'm going to make sure that we put your Twitter handle below um, in the show notes. Because I don't know how to do that like here in the episode. (laughs) And we're going to get you on some Twitter. I promise you that. Thank you. I want all the tea. You're very welcome. And thank all of you for being here and listening to us. And thanks to everyone who took the time to submit your answers and your opinions. We would not have a job if it was not for you. Um, And if you want to be a part of the next episode, please feel free to send us a DM at the Simmers Digest um, accounts. They will let me know. Um, Yeah, your answers. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, we'll see you next time. And when we ask Simmers, would you buy a simulation game that wasn't a part of the Sims franchise? I am excited for that because I want to know if I am the only one that likes simulation games. Look, I have the mow your lawn the tractor simulator um i love simulation games but if i can get another one that's like people based that'd be great but we'll get into that next time yes absolutely we'll save it (laughs) okay thank you guys goodbye goodbye i hope you all enjoyed this new segment to the podcast lineup We're always looking to grow, expand, and work to best support our community and find new ways to engage and hear from you. Be on the lookout for our We Ask Simmers post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and even right here on the podcast. Be sure to give Melly and Taylor a follow on their socials, which can be found in the show notes and right on our website, simmersdigest.com. When we're away from the microphone, you will find everything we are doing there, including featuring amazing creators, brilliant CC finds, community news, and everything and anything Sims and Sims community-based. We want to give as much back as we can to our amazing community and look forward to connecting and engaging with you. If you'd like to be part of the podcast, let us know. We want this podcast to grow and adapt to support our ever-growing and amazingly talented community. Until the next episode, we will see you all on the internet. From all of us here at Simmer's Digest, dag dag and happy simming. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey, Super Simmer. Yes, you. We get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. After you're done enjoying this episode of the Simmers Digest podcast, why not head over to Sims Talk, where we discuss all of the latest Sims news, share our favorite mods and CC creators, and discuss game rumors and other happenings in the Simverse. Find us on your favorite podcast platform or grab the link at SimmersDigest.com.
longtime listeners to the show know that I absolutely adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining, with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app.